Care Coach Lead Show. This is Andrew Frezza, and today we're going to be talking about the difference between being easy to talk to as a coach versus a coach who is simply just being a magnet for gossip and complaining. Okay, and this is this distinction is going to help you guys out a lot today. Even if you're actually pretty good in this sense, I think this will help you guys move forward. And if you are a gym owner or a leader and you're hiring or you're managing people, this is going to help you guys spot patterns in your coaches, in your staff, to be able to help move them forward or potentially get toxic people off of your team sooner rather than later. So we once had a coach, a coach that we've since fired, but we once had a coach at our gym that, that would tell me, he's like, I don't know why, but clients just, they just tell me everything. You know, I don't know what it is about me. They just, they're very open with me and they'll share, you know, secrets or things with me. And at first, when I heard this, I thought it was a positive thing. I thought that this coach was really good at developing strong relationships with clients. They were a fairly likable person for the most part. So I just felt like, okay, clients are probably comfortable talking to this person and he's good about getting them to open up and getting them to share. But over time, as we started to have more issues with this coach, I realized that this statement, this attribute wasn't actually a positive one as it related to this coach. And what I thought was a coach who was developing trust with clients was actually a coach who was gossiping a lot to others and therefore he was attracting a lot of gossip and complaining in return. And what we put out into this world, what we project out to others is oftentimes what we get in return. So when, when we actually did realize and dig some of this stuff up, some of the stuff that we weren't seeing initially on the surface, and we decided to fire this person, it came to my attention that there was actually a lot of situations related to gossip, related to other things that I didn't know about that became very clear that we needed to get this person off the team. And without going deeper into that specific situation, I want to just help you guys recognize little phrases that people might use that could be red flags to them being more of this gossiper or complainer instead of someone who is building a really foundational trust with the, the clients that they work with. So another statement that I hear a lot, and, and this statement dates back to before I was in the fitness industry. I remember the statement from middle school and high school. You would hear you know, girls and other people say, oh, I hate drama. And that statement, if you've heard it before and you think back to when you heard it, every time I've heard that statement, that person was a magnet for drama. That person was someone who's, who was creating drama in their life and they hated drama because of all the drama that they were creating in their life. And oftentimes, this, per, this is a person who is either gossiping a lot and creating a lot of that drama very intentionally, or unintentionally, this is a person who's creating some drama, but then they're avoiding the difficult conversations that would diffuse that drama and would help that relationship and those people move forward and therefore by kind of turning a blind eye to the situation that needs to be addressed that person is creating drama in their lives unnecessary drama in their lives by not being willing to have some of these straightforward open conversations i know someone might hear this and say well you know 
if a client, what if a client actually is trusting a coach and telling them everything? What if there's a person out there that really does not like drama? Like, how would you know, what would they say to be able to tell you that they're not actually a creator of drama, that they're not actually a gossiper, but they are in fact someone who just lives their life in a way that's very drama free or gossip free. And I think what I look for, if I was in an interview situation, what I would rather hear is rather than saying, oh, I hate drama, I look for someone that says, you know what, I'm a, I'm a low drama person. I'm a team player. I want others to be happy. I want others to get along. And I do my best to diffuse drama whenever possible. That to me is going to be a much more positive way. It's also a much more nuanced way to say the same thing. You could see there's a self-awareness in that piece of, a, of an understanding of how drama is created and how drama is diffused. And that's a very different way to say essentially the same thing, which is, I hate drama. And I'm also not naive to think that just because someone says the right things, that they're going to be an amazing hire. And, you know, that someone couldn't, in a way, cheat their way through this process by just saying the right things and then doing the exact opposite. But I've found in my experience that words really do matter. Words create our reality. How we say things usually leads into how we experience things emotionally and that creates our world. That creates what we perceive as the world around us. So little nuances in how we speak make a big difference. And if you're able to pinpoint this, it can make a huge difference in terms of hiring or if you already have these people on their team, you can start to help them recognize it. You can help to recognize when the words that they're saying is not matching up with their actions or it's creating an experience of the world that may not actually be true, but because they believe it's true, they're experiencing it a certain way. Let's talk about our goal as coaches and how we can proactively diffuse gossip and how we can be a coach that builds trust. And I really feel like there, there are two types of coaches in this sense. There is the coach that gets clients to open up because they build a really foundational trust. And then there's the coach that gets clients to open up because they open up via gossiping, gossiping and complaining, and therefore they attract that in return. Um, so we need to distinguish between opening up and gossiping. We also need to distinguish between sharing and complaining. Those are two very different things. So what we want to look for in ourselves and in other people to recognize this is, am I or is this person sharing something that is 100% about them? Or is this person, even in a subtle way, placing blame on another person or another thing that is outside themselves, right? Or another way to say that is like, is this person taking responsibility in how they talk or are they projecting that responsibility onto others. Another way to look at this is, is this person working towards a solution or are they just stating the problem and making the problem bigger than it actually is? That's another telltale sign that this person is going more of the route of gossip versus trust. And the final thing I'll say is, could this person classify or could you classify this interaction as complaining or making excuses? Ben Bergeron, I don't know if he stole this phrase, but I know he uses it a lot, is never whine and never complain and never make excuses. And 
that is just a simple filter that you can run through when you're hearing conversations that you're having, okay? Like kind of take a step back in your own conversations and am I complaining, am I whining, am I gossiping, am I making excuses or am I taking responsibility? Am I working towards a solution and, and am I looking for ways that I could be better in the situation? So for you gym owners out there, I hope this is helpful for making these distinctions earlier in your careers or the head coaches and GMs out there that are gonna be hiring or running a team at some point help you guys make these distinctions early because you know a person who is a, a, a bad apple on your team is gonna cause a lot of harm and the quicker that you can help that person get up to the standard of the rest of the team or get off the team altogether, it's gonna save you so much time, so much headache, and it's gonna allow the business to thrive. And if you're a coach out there, have the self-awareness to apply this to yourself. Don't just assume that, you know what, I have a growth mindset, I'm listening to a podcast like this, I don't gossip, I don't complain, I don't make excuses. Because my, my guess is that, yes, for the most part you don't, maybe 90% of the time you don't, but I guarantee five to 10% of the time, you're falling back into this pattern. And maybe it's just with certain people in your life, maybe it's in certain situations outside the gym, but be open to the possibility that you fall into this pattern in some area of your life, or look back and, and, and look back at your growth where maybe you did act this way at some point in your life, and that can help you be empathetic to someone else who is still going through this that you could help grow through this and help hold their hand through that process. So I hope you guys found this helpful. If you have any questions or comments, shoot me an email, andrew at fittown.com, and we'll see you in the next one.